Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and I've made statements, owners who made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Um, there's guys that have been vaccinated that contracted COVID. Um, so it's, it's an interesting issue that I think we're going to see played out the entire season. He had no idea how right he was. Aaron Rodgers, August 26th. Are you vaccinated? Yeah, I've been immunized. I'm immunized. I've got teammates. I've got teammates who aren't vaccinated, and I'm not going to judge those guys. You know, I've got family members who are Italian. I'm not going to judge them either. I mean, my goodness. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would hope he's not going to judge people who haven't been vaccinated when, as we now know, he has he not been, been vaccinated. And, <laughs> and vaccinated. Hey, Simsism, I'll blame it on you. It's all, it's my, my, my. My it's immunized, vaccinated. It is. It is. Vaccinized. It makes sense. I like that. Has, Are you vaccinated? He has not I been am. vaccinized. <laughs> I like uh, it. <laughs> all right. The show's PFT Live. We're going to be talking about that and plenty of other things over the next couple of hours. It was a very busy news day. The Man. day after right? the news day that was supposed to be busy because it was the trade deadline, everything broke loose yesterday between Green Bay and Cleveland and other points as well, plus some disturbing news that we need to get to. And by the way, I, I do have some news out there for anyone who is not currently listening on Sirius. We're on 85 now. We've moved from 211. Oh, 85, man. and that's an upgrade. We're lower in the dial, and even though it's all digital and everything is there, it's better to be lower. Is it? We're on 85. Yes. yes. Okay. So that's you can find us say? on 85. We're sandwiched, or as they would say in Pittsburgh, some would say sandwiched between 83 and 88. 85. 83 is Mad Dog, uh, radio. Mad Dog radio. 88 is yeah. Sirius XM NFL Radio. So we are at 85 now. We're moving up, baby. NBC Sports Audio. I, think, I don't Cinco. expect that. That's exactly what I called it last night. Yes. And I tagged him and he retweeted it. Of course so. he did. <laughs> Maybe we need awesome. to have him on at some point. Oh, uh, we should. Um, we should have him on. He's so much fun. He's uh, he's one of my favorites, really, to be around through through my career, you know, in the me sports media. I mean, he's just funny. He has a funny way he looks at things. He does know the game of football. He's one of those guys that's really into it, and it's like he could be a he could be a GM or something like that one day. Yeah, I mean, he really can. He is really into evaluating players. Of course, he teaches a lot of guys how to run routes and you know all the intricacies of the wide receiver position. I didn't mean to change the subject, but I figured I'd give no. the guy a little love. It's fine yeah. because we got 
plenty of time to talk about the things we need to talk about. And we are on the Ocho Cinco. That's the best way to remember it. Sirius XM Ocho Cinco. That's where we are. It's all of NBC Sports Audio, including PFT Live, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern, every single weekday, plus everywhere else. And hello to our friends in the U.K. and in Ireland. Plenty of folks over there looking forward to seeing and hearing what we have to say about Aaron Rodgers because they don't have quick and easy access to PFTPM. Miles Simmons and I spent an hour, not an entire hour talking about it, but a lot of the hour talking about Aaron Rodgers yesterday. So let's get into it today. And here's the quick background. Came out of the blue on Wednesday morning that Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will miss Sunday's game against the Chiefs. And that was the first clue that something's amiss because technically if yeah, you're vaccinated right. or immunized or vaccinated, you can, you have a sliver. Yeah. You have some hope right. that you can get cleared in four days because if you can generate two negative tests 24 hours apart, you're good to go. There wasn't even that that caveat. No. And, no. and before you know it came the report from NFL media, the media conglomerate owned and operated by the NFL, that Aaron Rodgers is not, not vaccinated. And uh, that means he's out 10 days. From the football side, because there's so many different angles here. Yeah. From the football side, Chris, he will miss the game against the Chiefs. So the Sims Bowl that I we mean, just discussed yesterday won't happen again. 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 I'm, I mean, we're jinxed. It's unbelievable. I mean, we had a chance to see it two Super Bowls in a row. Of course, the regular season matchup, that was, you know, the Sunday night football game. What was that? Two years ago. And now, you know, again, I thought we were, we were, I thought we were scotch free on this one all the way. <laughs> and we were going to finally get to see it. And uh, yeah, I, that was the first thing that went through my mind. I just was disappointed that we weren't going to see that. The second thing that went through my mind is what I went, wait, they're clearing, they're calling him out already. And that's when I started to go, wait, does that mean he's not vaccinated? And then I went, wait, does that mean Florio, who's been sending texts about hearing rumors that he hasn't been vaccinated is actually right, and uh, therefore you were right uh, as the day went on and we found out. And I go back to October 5. I went through my texts yesterday. A GM with another team basically said, hey, I heard something weird today, but I trust the person I heard it from. Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated. And the first thing I did was – Pulled up because we've got two different photo services, Getty and USA Today. That's where we get the photos that we attach to our posts at PFT. I found their preseason games, all three of their preseason games, right. Texans, Jets, and Bills. And and you, you'll see it week one, preseason, on the sidelines, not vaccinated or vaccinized as the case may be, and no mask. No that's mask. where I, that's I mean that was my first thing Week two yeah Jets Go no ahead. mask right no mask okay and you'll see eventually week three at Buffalo no mask so what when I when I found those images my response to the source was okay you know it's a it's a it's a fun rumor but he's not wearing a mask on the sidelines where he's not in uniform uh-huh so he's he's, he's got to be vaccinated that's the, he's got to be yeah He's got to be. I thought you and were I, full I, of it, too. In your text that you sent, I was like, well, he's full of it. I mean, he's not wearing masks during press conferences or on the sideline. So there's no way the NFL is letting him just skate the rules here. And and as it turns out, the Packers were. Now, now I, I have the full protocols that were applicable training camp and preseason and the protocols that were applicable and still are to the regular season. The way I read the preseason protocol, if you are not vaccinated and are not in uniform and thus not an active player right. and you're on the sidelines, thou shalt wear a mask. And I asked the NFL point blank yesterday about the violations committed by Rodgers weeks one, two, and three of the preseason. Their response was there is no designation for active and inactive in the preseason. Oh, okay. That was their response. Okay. Well, First of all, before every game in the preseason, the Packers published on their website a list of the players who will not be active. Now, they say won't dress, right? Well, that's the same thing. They're not active players in the game. Right. And the policy says 
Everyone on the sideline who isn't fully vaccinated must wear a mask except active players. How can you remotely be considered an active player if you're not wearing a uniform that would allow you to wait for it? Enter the game. You're not an active player. And there are the images from the Packers website for each of the three preseason games where he was not an active player. I think this is about, frankly, the NFL covering its own ass. Because it's one thing for the Packers to be responsible for any and all protocol violations that may have happened in their building. Right. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But for the open, obvious, notorious, we know this guy isn't vaccinated. And that's the other side of this. The NFL's known it from the get-go because he tried to get an exemption for homeopathic treatment aimed at boosting his antibodies. They know. They, They know who... Who everyone is who isn't vaccinated. They've got the records. The guys are getting tested every day. There's no secret. Right. The unvaccinated are well known to the league and the teams because they have to get tested every single day. So I think the league, frankly, is twisting, is contorting, is being disingenuous with the application of its own policy and protocol because it doesn't want to have to say now, oops, we should have made him wear the mask. We should have disciplined him for not wearing a mask. And we were asleep at the switch. And and, and in a situation like this, Chris, I also think they look for ways to not make a story yeah, bigger. Right. right. I agree. Right. So yeah. no, no, no big deal. No, no, nothing to see here. No, no. Continue on. You got enough to talk about. Why are you bothering us trying to create more things to talk about? They didn't say it, but I think that's the takeaway. What? So um, uh, that, that and that's why that's why I didn't push it. I well, freely yeah, admit, I, I didn't you. push it because I figured there's no way they'd let the guy not wear a mask on the sidelines in a preseason game if they're taking this stuff seriously. There's no way he'd be out there not wearing a mask. Well, there's a part of me that just thinks they, like, skirted the rules and maybe they talked to each other, the league and the Packers, about the situation, you know, because, yeah, technically he wasn't inactive. He just didn't dress for the game. I mean, that that to me seems like, you know, there there was some knowledge of the situation there to a degree to not have to deal but with why, that. But why have – here's the thing, and this yeah. is where I'm going to go lawyer yeah. on you. Right, go ahead. There is no need for the presence of the word active before players in the preseason yes, right. COVID protocol. Just say players. Right. Because it doesn't matter if you're active or not. But just players. Yeah. Everybody sure. who is there doesn't have to wear a mask. And, of course, that makes no sense. Because if you're not vaccinated and you're not in uniform, there's no reason for you to not be wearing a mask on the sideline. There's no re- every other staff member has to who's wear on it. the sideline yeah. has to wear a mask if they're right. not vaccinated. Right. Right. So, uh, so why why would the players have an exemption? But the presence of the word "active" to me is the is the clearest piece of evidence that he should have been wearing a mask on the sideline for the preseason games, and now the league is trying to clean up its own mess, cover its own butt by saying, no, 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 well, there's no there's no distinction between active and inactive in the preseason. Well, there is, or the word active wouldn't be in your policy. Yeah, well, I mean, I would think, you know, first off, uh, you're going to piss off, you know, sorry, London, the players oh. in the league. I mean, you other players who've had to like follow those protocols. That's the first thing. I, I mean, that's just where it's as an ex-player, I would be annoyed. Okay, if let's just say, for example, I'm Carson Wentz, who every time I do see him on the sideline, he is wearing his mask and doing that. And of course, there's other guys we see throughout the league on Sunday doing the same thing. So just from that standpoint alone, the league's got issues there with the NFLPA because it does. It looks like you're playing favorites or like, hey, it's Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to we're not going to make a big deal about this and and start a whole, you know, you know, media campaign about this whole issue. And and that that to me is the first thing that kind of struck a chord with me. uh, Just thinking about how I would act if I was another player who was in that situation and like, oh, I've been following the rules. And yet Aaron Rodgers, we know he's the man. He kind of just gets his own set of rules, and, and that would really bother me. Well, and think about the broader context here. Yeah. He claimed at his initial press conference of training camp that as of just a few days before that moment, he was 50-50 on whether he was even going to play. Right, right. I just wonder how much the league and the team have been tiptoeing around the delicate genius who almost didn't show up and maybe we'll take 
his helmet and football and go home if he's pressed too much to wear a mask when he doesn't want to, if they push him too hard because he believes apparently that his homeopathic treatment works so he shouldn't have to be vaccinated. And I can't wait to hear his next press conference or appearance with Pat McAfee, the only two times we ever hear from him, how he explains this. And, And folks yesterday were trying very hard to equate immunized with vaccinated. No. I mean, he he... This is one of the curses of being smart. You're not going to get the maybe he was confused. You're not going to get the he just didn't really understand. He knew. He's smart enough to know what he was saying. Right. He was lying. He was lying. Yeah. And I'm not going to tiptoe around it. He was lying. He was. He was deliberately creating the false impression that he was vaccinated. Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Yeah. I've been immunized. Yeah. Yeah. I've been immunized. Very lawyer. And I'm not going to judge. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. No. And it's not even lawyer because when he says right after that, We've got some guys who aren't vaccinated, and I'm not going to judge them. That That is the the cherry on top of the icing on top of the cherry on top of the icing on top of the cake when he says that. He's creating the clear, false impression that he's vaccinated. And, and I think that regardless of whether he was wearing a mask in the weight room, in the meeting rooms, and who knows? Who knows? The team is required to create and preserve video of everything in the facility, and the NFL has the right to look at it. Yeah. The team is the front line when it comes to enforcing the right. rules, though. Right. But let's say he's complied any time that there are no reporters who are in a position to see him. I think he just decided, I'm not wearing a mask when I'm in the interview room in the facility, and by rule, and the league won't come out and say this. It's so weird. The simple yes or no question, Shereen Williams asked the league yesterday, yes or no, is he required to wear a mask in the interview room in the team facility when others are present? And they referred us to the policy. Well, when you look at the policy, you read the policy, you're required to wear a mask every time you're in the facility. Anytime you're in the facility, if you're not vaccinated, you're not wearing a mask. Ipso facto, he's violating, but they won't come out and say it. I I just think that, I, I think that they don't want him to quit. And I'm curious, Chris, and it's flashed through my mind a few times since yesterday. Is he just going to say, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need this. I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not wearing a mask. I don't believe in it. And if you're going to make me do it, I'm just not playing football. I'm out. See you. Have fun with your game. Have fun with Jordan Love. Have fun without me boosting the ratings of your games. I'm done. Bye. See you later. I mean, hey, listen, we all watched football when Peyton Manning retired, okay? I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, other greats have retired. We watch it. Peyton Manning is, 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 you know, polarizing, and people love to watch him as much as anybody I ever knew. The league still went on. The ratings were still awesome. So, I mean, from that standpoint, I mean, if that was the case, I'd be like, well, NFL, then just say see you later. Like, what? I mean, you can't start breaking rules for certain players. It's just it's bad precedence. I don't know any, any other way to say it. I'm shocked that the league has kind of let it go this far. I am. But I also think that the league was, you know, a little bit like we've seen in other conversations. I, for lack of a better way to say it, just chicken to kind of like make a firestorm out of this issue because it's a little bit of a firestorm issue throughout our whole country. So they probably felt like, oh, it's like almost semi-political. It, it, not semi. I guess it is political now to where – you know, I, I think that that's to me the way it looks, you know, on the outside. They were just like, whoa, this is a can of worms and it's Aaron Rodgers and he's smart. And man, the country is somewhat divided on this subject as is. And, and, and you know, there's a part of me that thinks that's the issue. But like, here's the other thing, Mike, that just like to me, again, a little going back to the football standpoint, because that's how my brain works. I, we went through a whole offseason of a guy who was mad that the team wasn't doing everything they could do to get to the Super Bowl. They couldn't do everything. They could, and then, again, I was a guy sitting here that, like, I, I wasn't happy to get the vaccine, but I did it for the betterment of mankind, my fellow citizens. I didn't want to have that on my conscience of, like, you know, guilt of, like, oh, I might have it and give it to somebody and – they get sick and die. I, I didn't want to deal with that. And then I wanted to. And you from, couldn't work. Right. And you couldn't work. And then I didn't want to have my own personal, right. I want my own personal, you know, uh, competitiveness in my job and be the best I can for my job and my family. 
I mean, those are the two things that made me get the vaccine. And that from that standpoint alone, I just can't believe we're talking about this. With Aaron Rodgers, where everything is riding on one more Super Bowl. One more. He hasn't gotten there. And now they're going on the road to the Chiefs. And then, like you wrote in your article yesterday, he's not going to be able to practice till the day before they play Seattle the next week, who, of course, is going to be a desperate football team, and Russell Wilson might be back. If this ends up costing Green Bay the number one seed in the NFC playoffs, I, I mean, he's, he's never going to hear the end of it for the rest of his life. It's going to be attached to him forever, and it's going to be a part of his legacy if this happens. And that's where I just can't believe he rolled the dice on this subject. That, that's where I'm shocked. And, and that's one of the reasons why I can't wait to hear what he has to say. There are so many layers and levels of explanations he needs to provide. And we're so used to, to hearing him talk in kind of a casual, informative, smart, at times witty way. And we, we were wondering yesterday how many different ways he's going to blame the media for this. Is he going to try to make it look like he wasn't lying? He has friends in the media who will push his BS, frankly. Sure. I'm going to pay very close attention to every word he says. I'm going to pay very close attention to how it's covered by the people who are favorable to him, neutral to him, and don't like him. And I'll pay close attention to all of it. I, I, it's going to be fascinating when he finally speaks again. And I still think there's a chance, small as it may be, that we never hear from him again in a football context because he says, I'm out, I'm done. You know, he was silent all day yesterday. All it takes is a minute to tweet something. Well, no, he's, he's embarrassed. Sorry, I'm he not going to be there for he's my team. He's been busted. He's busted. He doesn't know what to say. I mean, that's that's why we're not going to hear from him. He He knows that... He, you know, pulled a fast one on everybody with immunized. I mean, it was a calculated choice of words to lie to us, like you said, period. That's what it was. So he, he I'm sure, and a guy as cerebral as him, and of course, you know, he's, he seems to hold himself in very high regard. I think he knows he's busted here. This is a bad look for him altogether. I mean, I didn't talk to anybody. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is yesterday. Everybody thinks he looks pretty ridiculous. Even Aunt Wendy, all right? Even Aunt Wendy couldn't believe it, all right? I mean, there's nobody I didn't talk to. So that, to me, is where you, you didn't hear from him, and I don't think we will hear from him until maybe after that Seattle game. I, I don't know when that, you know, when, when's the next time, either after the Seattle game or that weekly press conference the week after. Yeah, I don't think he's cleared to talk to reporters right. until he's cleared to return to the team, although it's very easy to click on a Zoom link, but there's no reason for him to say anything until he's back. And, you know, I, I, I've I been doing a lot of soul searching over the last day because I knew it. I there was but see, There was no way to prove it. And, you know, if I were to ask the Packers, the answer would have been, he's he's you know we can't talk about it just like Matt LaFleur yesterday we can't talk about it the league would have said we can't talk about it that's this weird lack of transparency there's been so much talk about transparency as it relates to the Washington football team in recent weeks there's no transparency when it comes to who is or isn't vaccinated but the way that they publish the daily transactions you can figure out who's vaccinated and who's not and anytime someone for example is on the COVID list because of a close contact they are necessarily and implicitly disclosing that the player isn't vaccinated because only the unvaccinated are subject to being out for five days due to a close contact. He could have missed last week's game against the Cardinals yeah. if he would have been a close contact to Devontae Adams. I know. And I know I've got people saying to me, do, do, are, did they just brush that under the rug because they didn't want to screw up the ratings for a big standalone Thursday night game? And, you know, the, the, it didn't, when, you, when you have – no transparency when there should be transparency. It invites yeah, invent, invite that kind of, right. you know, because somebody asked me yesterday, I was doing radio on KGR in Seattle, if this had happened Super Bowl week, would they have brushed it under the rug? Huh. And my first response was, the NFL doesn't care because you're still going to have 120 million people watching the Super Bowl, even if it's Jordan Love playing quarterback. It could be me playing quarterback. It's still the freaking Super Bowl. That's people right. are going to watch it. Right. But but yeah, at some level, they want their best players to be available. At some level, maybe there would be some temptation. And when you don't have full transparency, you have opportunities to sweep things under the rug if you choose to do it. But I, I let, let, let me be completely transparent, because since yeah. I'm big on transparency, yeah. um, one of the reasons I didn't push it, 
is because Aaron Rodgers can be a little bit of a bully. Sure. And because I didn't want to get called out by him again for pushing something. You know, these people who have these platforms that push this nonsense about me that isn't true, they, they shouldn't have their platforms. And he intimidates people. And I'll admit it. The things he's said in the past about me specifically and about the people who criticize him generally, that was a factor for huh. me in not pushing it. And I'm, I'm not shocked. proud of that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not proud to hear of it, it, honestly. I, I got enough, and yeah. I almost said the word, stuff to deal with. I hear you. I don't need to have another 18 hours of him lighting the fuse and the Twitter mob coming after me I hear because you. I dared to suggest that he's not vaccinated based right. upon the stuff I was hearing from people I trust right. because I couldn't put any meat on the bone. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't prove it. I, yeah. And there was no way to prove it. No, right? I know. Yeah. There's you no did, way to prove you it. You did right. You did right. I think, you, you know, there's nothing you can do in that situation, so don't beat yourself up, up over it. But I'm just, I'm just, but, I'm, I'm but saying. But I know, I understand what you're saying, this, and I can I can show people the text. I mean, it was, what was it? It was, you said October 1st? It was October it? 5th was the first Somewhere, one I got. Yeah, I was Say two or three weeks ago and listen i mean i didn't want to buy it you know me i didn't want to buy it i was like what i mean right. there's no way the league would do that and man not it's my not I, my favorite quarterback he wouldn't have lied yeah. to me like that and done that he's so honest in so many interviews that's where other thing too is i always love his honesty he gets himself in trouble sometimes with it but i love that he doesn't give you the you know what's the word you a perfunctory oh what's the perfunctory yeah perfunctory close right enough. you know that's i was good. close enough he doesn't give you those kind of answers. That's what I love about Aaron Rodgers, but he played us like fools on this one. Hey, and 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 I mention that because and, and here's how it works, right? If I'm hearing something, other people are hearing it. I ain't the only one. I, I'm not the only one. If so, because we're covering 32 teams. If yeah. something specific about one team makes its way onto my radar screen, very, very rarely – Am I the only one who knows about sure, it? The question course. is, who else knows, yeah. and what are they in a position to do about it? And my guess would be that that more than a few people who cover the Packers knew about yeah, this. Yeah, That would this. be my guess. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not faulting them for not doing it, because yeah. you know what happens? When, when you've got a guy who is vindictive, right. who will bully you, who will be mean-spirited about anybody who says anything he doesn't like, you tread lightly. And that that's your job covering the Packers. If if the quarterback hates you and won't answer your questions and will be snarky and mean-spirited about you because you dared to do something he didn't like, yeah. you're not going there. No, you're not going to no. be the one. Let somebody else do it. I'm not going to be the one to do it. Hey, we all know he's not vaccinated. I'm not going to be the one to piss the guy off right. and ask him the question, are you really vaccinated? You know, back on, October, on August 26th, you said you're immunized. Does yeah. that mean you're vaccinated or not? Right. Can you clarify? I want to go back to something you said two months ago. He'd be so pissed if somebody asked him that question. So would the and, team. And, uh, it's, it's, the team would probably well, be pissed at that guy, too. That's why they uh, – I mean, I think I agree with you totally. It, it's a delicate situation for the beat writers and the people that follow the team because they can't bite the hand that feeds them – you know, can't bite that hand off completely. And that's what they would be doing a little bit. So I, I hear you and I sympathize, sympathize with them a little bit, no doubt. And, and I do have to give the structure credit for not burying his positive test because there, there's sufficient lack of transparency when it comes to all of this that if they really did want to say he didn't right. test positive, who, right. who's to stop them from doing it? Yeah. So I, I, I do have to give somebody credit for being honest in this sea of lies and deceit. That that he did test positive, and it was reported as a positive test, and he's out for at least ten days. Can't believe so it. that Can't part of it's good because this is the one of the games of the season going into twenty twenty one. Packers what? at Chiefs what? week nine what? was one of the games you circled right behind Bucks at Patriots. It, now the fact that the Chiefs are are struggling yeah, okay took You're some right. of the shine off of it sure. but still a huge game huge and now game. it's gone huge game I mean you know I know you're not a huge baseball fan but if you watch like you know the World Series the last the last week or so I mean there was a commercial for that game every five seconds you know it was Rodgers and Mahomes game of the week I mean that's that's all you heard about I mean I mean they you know Fox has got to be devastated we're all devastated as as, as football fans I mean, yeah, I know you like the New England 
uh, Bucks matchup. You know me. I had this one circled. I went, damn, it's it's Gunslinger versus Old Gunslinger. I can't wait to watch this. This is going to be amazing. It's personal between those two. They're the same guy, except one's just, you know, the 15-year younger version. I, I mean, that, that's where I, I just was extremely excited, and I'm extremely disappointed now, and it, it does take a lust, little of the luster off of this Sunday for sure. But you make a great point about his personal responsibility for the fate of the team, and that would be the ultimate irony, and I think we are using it right in this yeah. case, that if this opportunity to get to the Super Bowl and win it is derailed by the failure of Aaron Rodgers to get vaccinated. Yep. Right? Yep. And, and they've got all the pieces. He's still great as a player. Right. He misses two games. They lose those games, and they end up not being the number one seed. And even though it's harder at the end of the season to look back on specific moments, I don't know. Is it is it all that difficult to say, hey, if you would have had Aaron Rodgers, you would have beaten the Chiefs, you'd have one more win? And you'd be the one seed. If it's that simple, I know. if it comes down to that, yeah. I mean, hey, they were prevented from being the one seed by the fail Mary in yeah. 2012. Right, right. I you know. go back to that game, you change the outcome of that game, boom, they're the one seed. Right. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I can't wait to see what he says. As a student of human nature, I can't wait. Because, you know, Here's the other thing, too. We, we, we watched the clip. What, what do they say about lawyers? You, yeah, you know they're lying when their lips are moving. The tells? I, I mean, he, he, but there was no tell. Yeah. He, he, he lied with a straight face. There was nothing. There was none of this. Uh, are, you, are you vaccinated? Uh, I've, I've been immunized. There was no looking down. There was no looking around. He's a great liar. He's a great liar, which makes me call into question pretty much anything and everything he says well, that's what happens. moving forward. Right. That's like, you, 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 your credibility is shot after right. you do something like that. Yeah. Shot. No, it is. And, and you know what? I do think he looked down. I do think we saw his tell a little bit. Look, look, look. He goes down here in a second, too. I've been immunized. Now he's going to like start to look down. Look, he's looking down to the right. That's his tell. We got him. He plays poker with me. He's it's, dead. I know now. Nah, but it's a good one. It's, not it's quite, hard to tell. It's not quite. Yeah, it's not quite it, twisting the Oreos. Right. No, I know. It's, it's not, not quite, twisting the Oreos. Yeah, You're yeah. right. You're right about that. It's not. He's not Teddy KGB yet. But, <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, again, yeah, it's just it's it's a huge blow to to all of us. And of course, I mean, what a gift for Kansas City. Not that it's a guarantee they're going to win the game and, and they're struggling. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers and 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 Jordan Love. Hey, listen, we'll get to see what he's about. I like that. Of course, you know. Green Bay fans are going to get to see if this number one pick can be the guy of the future. I know he can hit people when they're open, but can he make some of the plays Rodgers can? And the ultimate thing is, like we've talked about with Green Bay so many times, they're about execution. They really are. I mean, look, just again, like how they played last week. They just they kind of play it close to the vest, and they just go, we're not going to mess up, and we're going to wait for you to mess up, and when you do, we'll capitalize, and that's our advantage. You're not going to execute the same way with Jordan Love. And part of the reason they execute so great is because of what Aaron Rodgers does at the line of scrimmage. Him and LaFleur always have a great plan about how they want to manage the football game and play it that makes sense for that week against that team they're playing. And that's where they've become extremely dangerous that way because they really, they never waste a play. They never mess anything up. The defense, for the most part, never messes anything up. They're not going to have that luxury with Jordan Love this week. Yeah, he'll be able to do a few check with me's. Hey, coach said we're going to run this way, but you know, if I check with me, I mean something over there I don't like, and we're going to run that way. But it's way more detailed and in a whole nother level and stratosphere of strategy when Rodgers is there. He's, he, they're doing way more stuff at the line of scrimmage. And that's where they're going to really miss him, too, on the football field. And, um, yeah, I mean, again, I think it's going to be if they lose this game and then he ended up he ends up playing against Seattle. Maybe he gets to play, right? And they, they lose that game with him playing, and he's not as sharp because he hasn't practiced and all that. Man, I, I don't. he's going to hear it for the rest of the year, let alone if they don't end up being the number one seed and falter in the playoffs for some reason. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be really attached to him for a, for a long time. People think he's selfish and a diva already. He just gave everybody some great dry wood to throw on the fire and and make the flames burn so much stronger. And and it's just 
people are looking at it going, well, the narrative fits, obviously. Let's bang it home. And that's where he's really killed himself in this situation. And, and that assumes that he's healthy enough to play next week. Sure, even if right. Clear. Chandler Jones ended up missing an extra game because he'd lost 15 pounds during a bout with COVID. We can't lose sight of the fact that through all of this, he's got COVID. Yeah. And unless the homeopathic treatment worked, he's he potentially is going to have symptoms. He's potentially going to get sick. It affects everyone differently. That's the other side of this, too. But, Chris, look, he's had everyone tiptoeing on eggshells around him. I'm sure it's happened within the team. Yep. It's happened with coaches, with front office. The the drama that he set up in the offseason, of course, he doesn't like it when people point it out because he says he was doing all of this for his own mental health. And you can use that as a shield the same way the NFL uses, oh, we're trying to protect the, the privacy of the Washington football team employees when we decide not to give you any transparency. There are all sorts of insidious ways people can use things to protect their own selfish decisions. You know, to the extent that he's got the team tiptoeing around him, he's got the beat writers tiptoeing around him. He's got me thinking, be careful how far you push it because he's going to come after you. I, right. I, I, that, that's all the more reason that I'm going to be fascinated to see what he has to say. And at some level, he's got to be thinking, hey, the Packers finally get to see what life's like without me. And I don't think it's going to be very good without him. I don't think it's going to be. And, and uh, it may make them think, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have drafted a quarterback. Traded up and drafted a quarterback in round one right. because the guy we have is still pretty damn good. You know, that's the one saving grace here, and I'm able to compartmentalize my my conclusions and my assessments and my analysis of Aaron Rodgers, the human, versus my conclusions and assessments of Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. Yeah, the that's quarterback, right. one of the best to ever play. Yeah. The human, extremely complex, yep. extremely nuanced, extremely complicated, and as it relates to whether or not he was vaccinated, extremely lying. Yeah, no, I mean, a hundred percent. I think you said it right. Yeah, and 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 yeah, I, I'm like you. I can compartment compartmentalize it the whole thing as well. I mean, uh, it's 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 not a good look. It's not. He is complicated, and you know, like I said, just getting back to the football aspect aspect of it, I just can't believe he rolled the dice on this situation. You know, just after that win in Arizona. With all the guys missing, I mean, you're just going, man, I don't know. I mean, I you know, there's parts of me that doesn't want to buy into the Packers being the best team in the NFC. You know that. And I, I've, kind of, I've kind of explained why. I don't think they're the most talented, but they just kind of execute and the other team messes up and then they take advantage and they win games. And, uh, I mean, I was just, you know, you're coming around to go, man, they just find a way every week. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are going to be able to do this all year long and now you got this it's just a huge curveball and of course listen I think you know again I know they lost in the NFC championship game last year that in my opinion they outplayed the Bucks. they got a little unlucky I mean there's that happens in the sport they did a few dumb things I mean period but we know Aaron Rodgers up in Green Bay in December and January is an issue for a lot of football teams it is not easy and Green Bay and he himself thrive up there. And in the NFC this year, where you and I have discussed, I mean, the top five teams are studly across the board. And are and in my opinion, all, all the teams we show there are more talented than the Packers. Maybe the Saints aren't, but I, it's not that far off. But the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Cardinals, I have no problem saying they have more talent than Green Bay. Green Bay, I think, needs that home field advantage when it comes that time. And that's where I'm just, uh, you know, again, a little amazed by the situation. Hey, Chris, here's the bottom line. The Chiefs were a one-point favorite before yesterday's Yeah, what is, what is it now? now? Eight. Eight. So Jeez. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. in and of himself, is worth seven points. Right. In and of himself, on the point spread. He's worth seven points. And that doesn't say much for Jordan Love. We'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe it's the smartest bet of the week. Maybe when we do our Mega Picks podcast later today, it'll be one of Chris's best bets. Take the Packers it plus won't. the eight. Absolutely not. Hey, it won't. For the, I'll go ahead and tip my hand on this one. For the same reason that I believed in the Packers last week, because of Aaron Rodgers under adversity. Yeah. And I had faith that he would deliver under adversity. Right. I don't have faith in the rest of the team without him under adversity. Because think of... Think of the stress that they've been dealing with 
with this issue. Yeah. And now, and, and, and Rogers, I'm going to guess anytime it's come up in the locker room, if it has, because maybe they've, they've been tiptoeing on eggshells around the quarterback too. Maybe the players have been, but he probably has been very dismissive. I'm not going to test positive. Don't worry about me. I got this. You, you don't have to worry about it. I, I don't, I, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. This is fine. That will be fine. I'll be, and boom, he tests positive. It's got to rattle the organization and all this talk. Talk about a distraction. Talk, my goodness. Yeah. This is the one of the biggest distractions a team could have. Starting quarterback, reigning MVP, right. lied about being vaccinated, tested positive, isn't available for 10 days. Good luck, Green Bay Packers, winning in Kansas City or staying within eight points of a Chiefs team that has been given a gift, and they are not going to throw it back. A lot of teams will throw back a gift. I think the Chiefs understand, given where they currently are, Chris. Yeah. They're not throwing this back. This this is the this is the one break they've been waiting for, and yeah. they could have never anticipated it. No, you're right. It's a, it's a big break for a team that's, you know, yeah, kind of treading water, Kansas City. We know they're not hitting on all cylinders and playing good. Yeah, I mean this. This definitely gives them a competitive advantage. Um, so I know I'm. I'm still. I'm disappointed. But yeah, I fully expect the Chiefs to win the football game now. No doubt about that. It's exactly what Michael Irvin said back in right. July or August. Yeah. If you don't get vaccinated, you're not serious about trying to win the Super Bowl because it is a competitive advantage to have all your guys vaccinated, and it's a disadvantage to not have them vaccinated. Beyond all the stuff you have to do if you're not vaccinated, the possibility always looming. And we've talked about this. You never know when lightning's going to strike and take a guy out. Right. And boom, it took out Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and it changes the fortunes of the Green Bay Packers. Let's go ahead and take a break. There's news out of Cleveland as things seem to come to a head on Tuesday between Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns. They definitely are at the boiling point now. We'll give you everything you need to know about OBJ's status with the Browns when PFT Live continues. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Start clean with Clorox. Because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Andrew Barry and his representatives are, are continuing to talk. Uh, so for today, Odell will not be out there. Uh, no reaction, Tony. I would just tell you social media in, in general uh, is uh, I'm not on it. Um, I'm aware of, of things that are on there. But I just think in general, we talk about ignoring the noise uh, in our building. And, and certainly there's a lot of things on social media that, that we need to ignore. We work really hard to get guys open, get them the ball, you know, share the ball. Those are always things that we're thinking about. There's a report that just came out a couple minutes ago that you told the team this morning that Odell is not part of the team anymore. Is that true? Do you consider him part of the team? Yeah, I would just tell you again, today he's excused and we'll see where this goes. Hurt? No. Surprised? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think there's, there's different things that, um, you know, play a factor into it. I've had conversations with his dad before, man to man, face to face, and uh, I was pretty surprised by the video and you know the, the intentions and the feelings behind it. I'd be lying if I said otherwise, but hurt? No, I'm good. I'll be all right. 
Hurt? No. Surprised? Yes. Pissed off? You betcha. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. There's a lot of people in Cleveland pissed off about what happened on Tuesday as Odo Beckham Jr. made his power play to get out of Cleveland. And between the dad posting the video of all the times Odell was open and Baker Mayfield didn't get it to him and LeBron James tweeting hashtag free OBJ, it was clear this was orchestrated. They get it. They understand it. And I, I wrote it yesterday and I said it yesterday. They've either got to renew their vows or divorce. And the moment that I saw that he was excused from practice, divorce. It's just a question of working out the terms. A hundred percent. I mean, divorce is right. I, I just, it, what happens in that divorce? I, I mean, again, I don't know. Do they try to like screw him over and just keep him on the roster? Like you talked about a little bit yesterday, like and do like the Keyshawn Johnson, John Gruden thing that happened early on in my football career. Do they can't do, do that? it anymore? That, that's can't do it anymore. I, I I keep forgetting that you can't do that anymore. You're right. I'm no. sorry. I I'm I'm wrong to have that thought. So well, obviously divorce though. Go ahead. Go ahead. What well, do you want to say? Now, now, well, and and when when Kevin Stefanski said that Andrew Barry, the GM of the team, is talking to his representatives, there's really nothing to talk about because when you have somebody that you don't want on the team anymore, when you have somebody that for whatever reason you don't yeah. want around, you've right. got three options under the CBA that was put in place in 2006 after the Eagles suspended Terrell Owens four games without pay for conduct detrimental to the team, and then told him stay home with pay. It was specifically changed to prevent the stay home with pay. The Keyshawn Johnson, Terrell Owens thing, you can't do it unless the guy's okay with it like Deshaun Watson. I doubt that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to say, I'll take the rest of the year off with pay. Because as you said yesterday, Chris, one of the things the Browns won't want to do is release the guy and potentially see him playing for the Chiefs right. or the Bills right. or someone else in the AFC that they're going to be competing with, yeah. assuming that they still think he's good. They may not care. They may think, you, you want him? You want him? He's diminished physically, and he's not the guy that uh, he once was as a receiver. And on top of it, he's a pain in the ass. Go right. ahead. You can have him. Yeah. But here are the options right now that the Chiefs, uh, that the Chiefs, the Browns have. One, you could trade him. Too late for that. Two, you can suspend him for up to four games without pay for conduct detrimental to the team. The problem is you got to have proof. Now, you could just do it. You can just do it and, and basically delay all of this until December. Yeah. And there'll be a hearing. There'll be an arbitration. If you lose, you just pay him the money you would have paid him anyway. Oh, well. Now, if they really want to be jerks, they can do that. Yeah. Suspend him without pay for conduct detrimental with no basis for doing it. That's the thing. You deliberately do it with no basis for doing it. You you keep him from getting ensconced with another team for up to a month. And maybe he's not going to be as ready to help as he would have been. If you really want to be jerks, you can do that. And the third option is cut him. And, and uh, you know, the one fly in that ointment is the Lions could claim him on waivers, in theory. The Giants could claim him on waivers just to keep him from getting what he wants, sure. like Marty Schottenheimer did with the Chargers when Deion Sanders was released by Washington in 2002 so he could go join the Raiders. Deion Sanders retired when Marty Schottenheimer was a coach because he didn't want to play for him. Right. He was on the reserve retired list. After the trade deadline, Washington released him so he could sign with the Raiders, and Marty said, no, nope, I'm going to claim you on waivers, and that killed that. So the Giants... I don't think the Giants would do it. They don't have the cap space to take on the contract. Yeah. So if he clears waivers, he goes wherever he wants. Right. And and that's why I thought it was genius for him to do what he did when he did it, because maybe he is setting this up to be a free agent for the first time yeah, in his maybe career. Maybe he is. Maybe he You're right. I mean, listen, yesterday I was going, why didn't he do this a week earlier and try to create the, the you know, the, the get the trade market going? Just let it be known. I don't want to be here to do that. But you know, you, you sent a text yesterday, oh, maybe this was the right way to play it. And, and, you know, the more you sit here and think about it, yeah, it does seem the right way. It does. I can't imagine Cleveland doing the four-game suspension thing just because I feel like, you know, again, I think it's something where it's going to be more trouble than it's worth. You know, OBJ, I would think, is, you know, not going to sit back and be quiet for those four weeks either. He's not, and then it's just going to add to them being asked more questions and more of a distraction to their football team. You know, the the conversation about why they can't get in a room together and do that, I just think it's it's gone. It's it, That time has passed. That should have happened eight weeks ago. That should have happened before the year started. That that conversation, it's, it's beyond that. And I think, you know, by what we see from OBJ's dad's, you know, videos and 
LeBron James. Yes, it came to a a halt, and this was a calculated, you know, decision, a hit job to, yeah, get out of town and and become a free agent. I mean, you said it right. I just can't imagine. Any, I mean, yesterday you said it right, and you might have just said it again, but like, I can't imagine any of these teams claiming him on waivers because of his contract situation. And most of the teams that would be able to claim him are, you know, teams that are not that good right now. And and I just can't imagine them really wanting to make the play or deal with the unknown of like, is he a headache or not? We're, we got a team that's got a lot of issues to begin with because we're not that good. Do we really want to add that? So I have a hard time believing that'll happen. And, you know, what I do know is there's enough teams, and you know me, I know enough people around football that still think OBJ can play. They they yep. do. I mean, listen, I've had coaches around the league go like, do you know anything about Cleveland and OBJ? I don't get it. What's going on there? You know, I look at him on film, and he can still go, and he can run by anybody, and he looks explosive, and he still runs routes. So, you know, despite him being a pain in the butt in some people's eyes and and all those other issues, there's still going to be too many teams that are going to go, damn, he can help our football team. And we know how coaches think. Well, we got a different environment here. I can make him fit the team. It'll be good. I, mean, I can do that. You know, we know that's how head coaches think anyways. So I would just be shocked uh, if, he, that he, if he got claimed on waivers, one, and then I would think there's a pretty robust market for him as a free agent once that does happen. Just like Mike Tomlin said earlier in the week, we prefer volunteers to hostages, and I think there's a different mindset to an OBJ who gets to choose where he goes versus a guy who is told, here's where you're coming. Because yeah. it never did sit well with him. No. That he got dumped by the Giants onto the Browns and didn't even know the Browns were a possibility. We're just going to treat you like a piece of property, like like we're selling a car. Yeah. And, hey, uh, you know what? We've sold you to the Browns, whether you want to live in Cleveland or not, whether you want to play for the Browns or not, that's where you're going to go. I think this time around, he wants to pick his team. So I agree with you there. And for me, the moment where it became clear that he's not going to be part of the team anymore, and I I doubt that they're going to play this game of suspend him for conduct detrimental just to delay his arrival with a new team. When Kevin Stefanski is asked yesterday, there's a report that just came out that you told the players he's no longer part of the team. That's His response it. is, yeah. well, he's he's excused for today. If you do anything other than the Mike Tomlin, Mike drop and walk off there, that, that was confirmed it. it. You're right. And, and somebody that, told me last night that's exactly what he did. He told the players yesterday, OBJ is no longer part of the team. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to say that off that clip too. We got going down a, you know, another part of the conversation. But you're right. That was, that was, a, that was the tell in itself. You know, he could have simply just answered, hey, no, we told him to go home today. He's still a part of this team. We're still looking for him to contribute. You know, he could have made an answer like that to where we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. But he didn't. He left the door open and said they're talking and the representatives are talking and all that, which was basically. There's nothing to talk about. There is nothing to I talk know. about. Yeah. There, un unless, unless. Unless the, the they're they're saying, hey, you know what? We in theory we could put your guy on unpaid leave for conduct detrimental for four weeks, and then he doesn't get to go anywhere. You know, you well, how about how about he reduces his salary? I yeah, I, I don't. There's nothing to discuss no. at this point. They no. are in checkmate. The Browns are in checkmate here, and. By not bringing it to a head until Tuesday, by having no opportunity to trade him, their only choice is to cut him. And now that the coach has said to the players he's no longer part of the team, they just need to release him. Now, Chris, yeah. the Saints are definitely a team to watch. There sure. was a report that the Saints were talking to the Browns about OBJ. I have heard that OBJ is talking to the Saints about OBJ, and I know you're not allowed to do that. But, but we know that I'm happens. I mean, that everybody I'm not saying he's that. talking to Sean Payton right. or Mickey Loomis, right. but he may be talking to some guys on the team about going back to New Orleans. Remember, he went to LSU and played in Baton Rouge. He could be, I, I think there's momentum building toward that. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw one at you. Yeah. That, that kind of hit me yesterday, and I've been, I haven't mentioned it anywhere. I wanted to hear what you thought about yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Okay, so remember there was a time when, and this was 2019, when the Browns were getting ready to play the Patriots, Tom Brady's last year there. Uh-huh. 
And all OBJ was talking about was the Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. And Patriots, I always wanted to play for the Patriots, no Patriots. Doubt. And he had that long conversation with Tom Brady after right. the game out in the hallway. Now, Brady's not a Patriot anymore. I don't think the Patriots have the same allure to OBJ that they did. And I also don't think he would last there more than a week or two once he saw what the Patriot way really is and how you basically have to check your individual personality at the door. That said, I will not be surprised if, and I'm not making a prediction here. Yeah. I'm just saying I won't be surprised. Right. If OBJ ends up on the Buccaneers practice squad, practice squad, not not on the roster, yeah. no room at the inn currently, but on the practice squad initially, and uh, once they see what he can do with Tommy at practice, yeah. then maybe, maybe Tyler Johnson ends up on injured reserve, Antonio Brown ends up on injured reserve, Somebody else ends up on injured reserve to create a spot for Odo Beckham Jr. for the rest of the season. Uh, I don't see that one happening. I don't. I know. I mean, we know he loves Brady. I know that. But he's out of the point of his career where he can't go somewhere. You know, he, he can't go somewhere and be third fiddle again. Like uh, that to me is, you know, this is big. This is his legacy. This is business. You know, this is a guy that's Hall of Fame first ballot type of talent who hasn't got to do anything in three years playing football. I mean, if I was going to talk to him, I'd go, don't go there. I know it's an awesome place and all that, but you're going to have weeks where you're going to go, damn, I only got one ball again. I only got one ball. Gronk got 10 balls. Antonio got seven. Mike Evans got six. Chris Godwin's got eight. I didn't get any. So that's to me where I wouldn't. Your Patriots thing is interesting. That was a mutual love affair too. I know enough to know the Patriots that at that time really did like Odell. I would think they'd be calling again right now. The Patriots are going like this right now. Mac Jones is getting better. The run game's getting better. They have a really good defense. I mean, we saw them slow down Brady and the Bucks. We saw them, I mean, kick the crap out of the, the Chargers last week. I mean, the Chargers couldn't do anything for big, big, big chunks of the football game. I wouldn't be shocked if, like, here's the teams that jump out to me more than any of the current situation. The Patriots, yes. The 49ers, I mean, it, it's, it's way too Debo Samuel-centric. To where they need some somebody else, the Packers, of course, a hundred percent. The Chiefs, the Raiders, especially with no Henry Ruggs now. To me, that's that's where you go and you can go. Man, I can go and go off and be a part of a good offense and be a part of a good team. And if he's a free agent, as we both know, he's probably going to sign for the minimum, which is what a little. 855,000. I don't even know what it is at this point, but it's somewhere in the 800,000s, I think. I mean, that's that's peanuts for a guy that you think can maybe put your team over the hump and make you a big-time playoff contender or Super Bowl contender. And here's the reality, too. I'm glad you mentioned salary. Because he's a vested veteran, now a large chunk of his salary was already guaranteed, right. but it's guaranteed with an offset. If he's cut now, he can take the balance of his salary as termination pay and get paid whatever he gets paid somewhere else and keep both of them. Keep yeah. all of it. Double dip. The old so double it's another dip. reason why right. it's it's worked out perfectly for him to engineer his release from Cleveland. And you know what? Maybe they're just trying to get him to waive his termination pay. They could save a couple million dollars if he waives his right to termination pay. I just don't know what they're talking about. There's nothing to talk about. The, the agents for OBJ are having a conversation with someone who was in checkmate. Yeah. You'd, all you do at that point is you knock the king over and you move on. Right. And the longer they wait, the more of a distraction this is going to be. Yeah. And they're already technically in violation of the CBA by excusing him from practice yesterday. They had no grounds to excuse no, him from you're practice. Right. The dad he made didn't a ask video. for an excuse. He didn't do it. Right. You, you right. show up at school and they right. excuse you from school. I want to be here. I want to learn. Yeah. I want to be here. Right. I, you can't send me home. Right. What did I do? So if they try to do it again today, I'm probably going to write that, that they're already in violation of the CBA and the I, NFLPA needs to get involved because they can't keep him out of the building. No, no, they can't. And I mean, you know, he, you know, if they do keep, you know, kind of twiddling their thumbs here through this, he, he needs to kind of force that issue, I think, to a degree. But, like, uh, I, I think, Mike, ultimately, like you've explained it well, Cleveland doesn't have much ground to stand on here right now. And, and I think they're just trying to make it look like, you know, they're not going to let – they're trying to not let a president start of just like, hey, the guy wants out and he gets out. Like, that, that's it. I, I think that's where they're maybe trying to make it look like, you know, we're putting back a fight. We're trying to talk to him and, and all of that. But 
you know, ultimately, I think your thought is exactly right. There's nothing they can really do here now. It is going to be a distraction. It's going to be still the number one thing talked about in Cleveland all day tomorrow. It's not going to go away until they get rid of him and wash their hands of him and, and he's on another team and that becomes the next story. But here's, here's the point to bring back what Mike Tomlin said the other day. And, and I, I scoff at this notion we'd rather have volunteers than hostages because you use your draft picks and they're necessarily involuntarily playing for your team. But if you create an environment where they want to be there, then the one guy from time to time who doesn't, just tell him to get out because you're not worried yeah, about the rest of the locker room right, saying, right. oh, I got a path out of here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I, I, I kind of want to stay here. Yeah, this place so is the good. Browns, the Browns just need to create an environment where the players want to stay yeah. and other players want to come, and you just got to accept the fact that you mishandled your relationship with OBJ, and they clearly did. Look, Kevin Stefanski did a great job week four, 2020, getting the ball in the hands of a playmaker like OBJ. There's been no effort this year. He missed the first two games as he was recovering from the torn ACL. He suffered week seven last year. When he came back, he was just there. He was a bystander. There was none of the jet sweeps, bubble screens, flashes of it, not the concerted effort. No. To recognize that this is one of your best players and we're going to do what we have to do to get the ball in his hands five to seven to ten times a game. None of that. And, and, And so, hey, to his credit, he kept his mouth shut, he bided his time, and he got to a point where he recognized, you know what? I'm done. It's over. Yeah, I'm out. Right. And you know, do I agree with the way he did it? No. But you but, can't argue with the outcome if he gets cut and he gets to go play for the Packers or the Raiders or the Chiefs or or te- or the Rams. Hey, you always gotta you always gotta keep an eye on the Rams. If they can get OBJ for eight hundred and fifty grand prorated for the balance right. of the year you're they'll right. take him yeah you're right uh, you're right we can't forget about them uh I, I mean no I I think you're right and I think you know again ultimately if he wasn't happy there and you know he felt like he didn't fit in and it was just he's at his wits end hey he's, it's it's business he's got to do what he's got to do and of course you know again the NFL's cutthroat it's cutthroat in a lot of ways. For some reason, when the players get cutthroat with a team, it starts. It becomes a bigger issue than when it's the other way around, which I know bothers both of us at times. But you know, again, you know, I'm not sitting here saying I agree with everything OBJ's ever done and the way he's handled himself. I understand he's been a little bit of a pain in the butt. There's no doubt. I get that. But I also understand that you gotta you 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 can be a doctor or a lawyer until you until you die, or at least until you can you know, not think clearly anymore. You can do that into your seventies. I mean, football, you got a short shelf life. There's only a short time to strike. And he is in the prime of his athletic career right now and probably getting close to where it's going to start to slope down here soon. So he's got to take advantage of that. And I think people got to realize that too, uh, even though it may look selfish and it is selfish, but it's a selfish business. Everybody that's on the NFL team is selfish. Let me just tell you. The most selfish people I know are NFL head coaches and owners and GMs. I mean, period. If you name, ask me to name the 10 most selfish people I know in my life, I'd go eight of them are in the NFL, okay? That's just the way it is. So, again, don't be mad at the player all the time for you know taking advantage of the rules. Teams do it all the time. Teams always take full advantage of everything that the rules allow them to do. The best example, the franchise tag. That's something the rules allow them to do, to block a guy's path that he has earned to free agency. Sorry, we have the right under the rules to use the franchise tag. Well, then when the player doesn't show up, for training camp or the preseason, decides to show up three days before the first game of the season and make his full salary, people get upset. Hey, that's his right under the rules. The team's the one that started this process. So my point is this. OBJ is using the rules to his advantage right now. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it because the teams do it all the time. They do it every day. How do the rules let us do what it is that we want to do in the best interest of the team? Fine. The players need to say, how do the rules apply to let us do what's in the best interest of the players. And that's what Odell Beckham Jr. is doing. Now, again, I don't necessarily agree with the method. Yeah, right, right. But you can't deny the outcome. He should be able 
to get out of Cleveland. And if the Browns try to resist, they're going to have an issue with the NFLPA and possibly the NFL because they would be in violation of the rules. All right, we've got to take a break. When we return, Chris mentioned the Henry Ruggs situation, some developments from yesterday that are extremely troubling. We'll tell you everything you need to know about that when this Thursday edition of PFT Live continues right after this. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.